Yes, us. Welcome to the Kefi Life Podcast. My name is Kiki Vale, and I'll be your guide to creating a life of Ola Kala, all is well. Together, we'll get back to the basics, and we'll explore fresh new ways to flourish in mind, body, and soul the Greek way. You can look forward to interviews, stories, essential self-care strategies, recipes, and actionable takeaway Ola Kala moments. This is going to be so much fun. Let's get going. Bam it. Our Lexi for this week is trapezi. Trapezi, or table, takes on a spiritual feeling due to the goodness it brings to the mind, body, and soul. Think of what can happen when you and your loved ones gather to break bread at the table. The food will nourish your body. The conversation can enlighten your thoughts and create a tighter bond in your relationships. And the entire presentation of all that is on the table is a gift from the host to the guest, establishing a soulful connection. What a beautiful way to show someone that you really care about them with a delicious feast presented on a lovely and inviting table. The trapezi, a place where dinner is never second best when the table is set with love and flair. This is Kira Moran, president of Kingdom Farms and proud sponsor of Kefi Life. Kingdom Farms provides organic meats, poultry, and fish throughout the USA. Kingdom Farms has been blessed for 52 years with providing the highest quality foods to all our customers. Please contact Kingdom Farms for your culinary needs at www.kingdomfarms.com. Introducing the brand new QuadPod Podcast Network. We're adding new podcasts every day. Visit qodpod.com and meet our podcasters. That's qodpod.com. Thanksgiving, a day of deep meaning and so much beauty. A day during the year when the table and food bring a renewed and sustaining energy to one's mind, body, and soul. You know, this reminds me of a Greek term, philoxenia, which is hospitality to the guest and to yourself, if you will. Family and friends, while we carve out time from our schedule, no matter where we are in the world, to share a meal, reconnect, and bond over all the fixins. So much goes into this day, Thanksgiving. And rest assured, we will dive more into gratitude and relationships later this month. But for the moment, I want you to have enough time to prepare your home and table, whether you're having two people or 50 this holiday season. To help me with this is Gold List honoree in interior design, Andrea Burridge of Andrea X. Burridge and Interiors. She's a granddaughter of a sculptor and the daughter of a painter. Andrea Burridge developed an eye for beautiful interiors and art at a very early age. As an experienced interior designer, Andrea's work has been featured in several national and regional magazines and books. Honored to say I trust her with my projects, but better yet, I now call her friend. Andrea, firstly, thank you so much for making time to be on the Kefi Life podcast and welcome. Thanks, Kiki. I'm excited to be here. It's so great to have you. I've invited you here today, Andrea, to help us design a sensational table setting. How do you, first of all, how do you describe the work you do and what is your formal education or background? I am an interior designer. I've been interested in interiors for practically my whole life, but I was trained in in college in, in interior design, but I went on to an interior architecture program, but decided to focus mostly on interiors. Okay. Well, today you're going to bring a little bit of that 
uh, experience to us. It's all about the ambiance and Thanksgiving table, and that's about what we're ready to talk about. Let's create that perfect table to set the tone for a fabulous and memorable meal. Now, let's keep in mind also, Andrea, that everyone has a different budget, and the table doesn't have to break the bank, but I guess organization of the details and planning a theme can really create an emotion or feeling. So why do you feel it's important to set a beautiful table when you make that presentation? Well, I think when your guests arrive at your home and they see that you've made the extra effort, it's kind of like saying how grateful you are for them to be in your home. So it needs to be special in my view. And I like to surprise my guests on Thanksgiving. So they walk in and they see, of course, I have a passion for design. So it's my favorite part of Thanksgiving. (laughs) But um, I also just like people to notice how every year I do something a little different. Oh, I love it. I love it. Surprise. That's exciting. So where does the process start for you? Well, it's interesting when once I know I'm hosting, I start thinking about, well, what am I going to do this year? So I start getting inspiration in various ways uh, through nature, through I might see a plant or I might see an idea or I might see a color. Um, I might see something in my travels. It just, it come, my inspiration comes from a lot of different places. So you're really being mindful and it could be spontaneous. Like when you're out and about, something might spark an interest and then you bring that to your table. Exactly. I mean, it could be, it could be in the middle of summer and I'll think, oh, this will work for Thanksgiving. Oh, that's (laughs) forward thinking. Okay. That's the eye of a designer. So what are some ideas to inspire our listeners today to create their own special table and hopefully a table not to be forgotten? Well, you know, this year, although I'm not hosting, I had an idea if I was. Um, I, was I might take your idea. <laughs> I was in, I was on a prairie walk and I saw all these really interesting uh, prairie foilage and it was, they're different textures. And I thought, how interesting this would be to use this instead of traditional flowers. And the colors are so conducive to Thanksgiving. I do like to keep Thanksgiving kind of in a fall feeling, but it doesn't necessarily have to be the case. But this year I was going to use prairie grasses and, you know, dried flowers to kind of start my table. And you can make it as simple as something like that and find different objects to put these flowers in and keep everything simple and maybe just a pop of color, like a pop of, you know, brown or a pop of tan or even a pop of like a burnt orange. It, it could be just something simple like that. And then you can add color either with leaves or with fruit or, you know, I like to kind of keep it organic. But let's say you wanted to do something more structured. I mean, right now, pumpkins are kind of, you know, it's after Halloween, so you can get pumpkins cheap. You could spray paint pumpkins. You can spray paint them gold. You could spray paint them like any color, a silver. You can put those on a table or on a plate. And also the other thing I was going to say is that not everybody has china for as many people that they are hosting. I love the idea of switching up chinas and intermixing formal with informal. Okay. I would have never been bold enough to do something like that. So before I ask you about that, are you saying that we start with a theme and then we add in the color and we, we start with that 
that starting place. Exactly. Well, one year I I did everything neutral. So I decided I was going to do everything white and tan and kind of keep it neutral. So I started with that thought and then from there I built it. So it was like I decided I'm just going to do a cream tablecloth and then I found a target uh, a plaid runner that happened to work with the, you know, the color theme. And then I just use white pumpkins and, you know, things like that. So it, you can, you start with like where your inspiration is, and then it could be something as simple as buying, uh, like amber colored pillar candles and putting a vase on top of them. And then that's your color and you kind of build from there. So you just start somewhere, or you can even put lanterns on the table. Okay. Like smaller lanterns, and you those are your focal points, and then you build around that. Okay, and lighting is something I want to address with you, but first of all, how do I mix China and make it make sense? Well, it is, I mean, you can't like go, obviously you can't do like the super colorful casual China and then, or ca- casual wear and then do China. They have to, I feel like if you're going to mix it, the colors have to be similar. So if you're, if you have casual white or a neutral color, you can mix anything with that, with your China. But I love the idea of putting like a fancy dinner plate and then a more casual salad plate and just having it feel not so stuffy and buttoned up. See, now that's what I love, why I love working with you and getting ideas from you because you think outside of the box. It's true. Like I'm just a regular person who can't think, (laughs) I I, I can think differently in different, different subjects, but with design, my brain and eye does not go outside of the box like that. Okay. So let's talk about lighting on the table, candles, lanterns, votives, flowers, like you already talked about the flowers, but what about the lighting though? Well, yeah. I mean, you can use all of the above. I mean, I love like it, you could go to like a Michael's or a um, home, yeah, Hobby Lobby and just buy glass cylinders. And then you can just put a pillar candle and put a cylinder over it. And I would do varying uh, widths and shapes. So you can mix candlesticks with pillars and votives. I mean, I like a variety on the table. So um or you could put the glass cylinder over a candlestick with, and that's kind of a cool look. So you can mix that. Oh, the, going back, not to go sidetracked, another thing I thought of is right now hydrangeas are like the most beautiful they are because depending on what kind of hydrangea uh, you have, you can pick brown or like this amber or this uh, kind of almost reddish color and they're dried right now. And you can just plop those in a vase with, I mean, it's just so fabulous. You can literally walk outside and probably find your whole Thanksgiving floral table. Okay. And you know, that really makes sense because the pilgrims were outside. Yeah. (laughs) You know, the turkeys uh, and and we, and, and it is, there's something very lively about bringing natures indoors. Mm -hmm. It's real fresh. It is. I love, I love doing it. I mean, I feel like it's just a, I find joy in finding what I'm going to use, but let's say you don't want to go through all that. I mean, you can just go in your basement and find baskets and then fill them up with fruit and kind of scatter some leaves. And that could be your table with some pillar candles. You know, what we might have to do is, um, I don't, cause I don't know if we can think of it right now, but we might have to do a top five list of like things that you can find in your house, Yes, you know, yes. that you can use for your table. Uh, before we started the interview, we were in the green room and we were talking about, um, high drama, and you're known for that, creating a memory through high drama and, for example, grouping things in mass. What do you mean by this? Well, I would say um, if you're... (laughs) 
you know, to let's take a pumpkin, for example. To put one pumpkin on a table isn't going to have an impact. But if you put a cluster, it has an impact. So that even goes with lighting. Put a cluster of lighting. Put a cluster of whatever you're doing because you it it needs to feel purposeful. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm envisioning a long table when I'm talking about this, but if you have, for instance, two clusters and in the middle you have your lighting or the cluster in the middle and the lighting on the ends, that's going to be more impactful than just a bunch of little things on the table. So I think you can also disperse it. Like for instance, if you put Again, using the for because it's easy using this pumpkin theme. Let's say you put a cluster of white and then you put you spray paint some gold, you put those on the plate as like name, you know, name, you know, settings or whatever. Name you can put your name tags on there, then it all kind of makes sense. So rather than just putting a bunch of little things, you cluster and then kind of bring the view throughout the whole table. Again, something I didn't think about, but something to talk about for years. Like if we, if we sit down to this table, you almost feel like royalty. Yes, yes. You know? I mean, it's like anything. You want your guests to feel special. I That's, to me, I want to wow my guests when they come in, and I want them to sit down and think, wow, this person really thought about me coming here. Oh, I, yeah. love, it. I love it. You know, speaking of that, you you mentioned the word you like to surprise your guests. Okay. Which I think is wonderful because when somebody enters your home and they walk through those doors and they see the table and like, wow. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that element of surprise, can you think about one of the most creative tables you've ever set for Thanksgiving? Oh boy. Um, <laughs> that's tough because I, I, I've got to rack my brain, but <laughs> I have to say, um, one of my favorites, um, was when I, uh, I gathered again, this is like, I had gathered grape leaves from, I can't even remember where I was, but grape leaves in the fall are varying in colors. Like you can get ruby red, yellow. I mean, they can be so fabulous. And I kind of use that as the inspiration or the like kind of the table runner, if you will. And I made it like a super colorful Thanksgiving table with varying colors of uh, candles and then fruit. And then I had a little current cornucopia that I had fruit coming out of. And then, I mean, I also used feathers, like turkey feathers, like things like that. It was kind of like a, uh, a basically a cornucopia of colors on the table. And it was just kind of, to me, it was, I liked it the most because it was so vibrant. But I've also loved the years when I've done, I love the year that I did the neutral. That was one of my favorite tables too. Oh, we'll have to show a photograph of that in in show notes. All right. Speaking of um, nature, is that what you associate a traditional Thanksgiving table with? And if it is, great. And if it isn't, then what is a traditional Thanksgiving table look like? Everybody has what their vision is for Thanksgiving. I, um, because I like uh, decorating, if you will. I like, I think it's a way to bring in nature in a very, I think of fall as a harvest. So harvest is outside. So that's why I bring nature in because I think of fall as harvest and Thanksgiving as a harvest. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. That really makes sense. Uh, Is Thanksgiving too early to bring out the Christmas decorations in your home? 
Well, I think everyone has a right to start celebrating whenever they want. So <laughs> I think that I, I, I happen to be a traditionalist. So I like to give homage to Thanksgiving and then switch to Christmas. But I know lots of people, and especially during these COVID times, people want to start celebrating Christmas early because it brings them joy. So whatever brings you joy... I think that's what you should do. Speaking of Christmas and the holiday, which is just so special in my heart and my family loves it because we decorate a big tree. We now have two trees and we just sit there for months and drink hot chocolate around the tree and we stare at our tree. And it's just, it's a great um, talking point, if you will. Um, We won't put our tree up until after Thanksgiving, but you mentioned something that I think is a great compromise and a great idea. And that has to do with the outside lights. Yeah. So I, you know what, I, first of all, this is the first year I ever started lighting my, you know, outside before even Halloween, just because of the weather. But I, I don't light my outside. I don't put on the lights until the week of Thanksgiving, but I, for the tree, I always wait till after Thanksgiving. Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess I have to ask you this question too, because I kind of know the answer. Because <laughs> um, you're a pretty good cook. Because when you were helping me with a few projects, you gave me some nifty ideas in the kitchen. Uh, what does your table look like as far as the food goes? Do you have like a big spread? Is it, a tr- you know, just because we want to get to know Andrea? <laughs> well, you know, we have varying dietary restrictions in our family now. So we have a vegan, a vegetarian, gluten-free, you know. So it's become a very different buffet than it was in the past. But the funny, the most ironic thing about Thanksgiving in our family is hardly anyone likes turkey. <laughs> so we have a lot of sides and hardly any turkey. <laughs> oh my God, that's awesome. That's awesome. I hope you get some pumpkin pie in there. Yeah, oh, definitely. Are you kidding? Oh my Gosh, we're talking to designer, interior designer Andrea Burridge of the Chicagoland area. It's gone so fast. Uh, if people want to find out more about you, how would you like them to get in touch or to see your work? Um, they can look at my website, axbinteriors.com. Okay, in closing, Andrea, this has been so much fun, and you've opened our eyes to thinking outside of the box, enjoying the holiday, making our guests feel special, but also having a good time preparing for the holiday. Anything you want to end with as far as uh, design and decor for the holiday of Thanksgiving? Well, I just, with your, because I know you, and I think that it's important to me as well, gratitude is the most, uh, the purpose for everything I do during these holidays. I want to show gratitude to my family and friends. And so I'm doing this out of love. And I think anything you do out of love will be beautiful. Oh, I couldn't have said it better. (laughs) And I'm grateful for you. And I thank you so much for your time and your great ideas. And I wish you a beautiful holiday season. Same to you, Kiki. Stay right there. Up next, your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well. This Ola Kala moment brought to you by the law offices of Liston and Centillus. Ranked number one by the Leading Lawyers Network since 2010. Taking care of all your real estate needs. The holidays are a really fun time to get creative and resourceful with your decor. You'd be surprised at what's in your closets and cabinets for repurposing. With that said, Thanksgiving is just around the corner. Start to think about items which you may have which could enhance and complement the ambiance and mood of the day. Here are five items that you can consider for repurposing and styling your unforgettable tabletop. Number one, baskets. What you do is you'll find your baskets and then go outside and bring the outdoors into your baskets. Arrange everything beautifully. It's a simple and lively thing to do. Number two, votives. These are elegant, and I usually buy too many and save for a future occasion. 
I'm sure you have a few sitting around your storage room. Number three, cheese board, a fun way to repurpose and serve your Thanksgiving appies. Number four, go outside again, find flowers from the yard, easy peasy. And you know, mother nature has a special and unique way of brightening up any space. Finally, number five, mason jars. These are great for filling with rosemary and green floral accents to create an earthy and fresh feel on your table. It's all like a lot when you go on a scavenger hunt to discover the treasures that are in your home. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit kefilife.com at kefilife365 on Instagram and check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Kefi Life.